Flight FR-3421, now boarding at gate 21. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Miami, I am so glad we are finally taking this much-needed vacation. Where are we going? I've been drunk this entire trip. Where are we going? Also been drunk, and I'm on a little bit of Xanax. Um, but last I checked, we were going to Paris, France. I so love my... France. We. We. Oh, Just we. one. Just oh. we. <laughs> Singular we. Um, oh my God. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be a really fun trip. And I'm really glad that I'm getting to share this moment with my sister, who I haven't talked to in forever. And to think... We're recording a podcast on a, a plane. Oh, oh, look, there's the attendant. I, I actually need her. Um, excuse me, attendant. Oh, is that me? Hello? Yes? Um, yeah, um, me and my friend were looking for some nuts, and um, I also need a little refill. Oh, of course. Uh, what would you like? Um, I would like a little bit of, um, do y'all have a little rum and coke? It smells like y'all got ramen noodles in here. Yes, I'll, I'll, right away, right away, right away. Yes, that um, lady was really nice. <laughs> that lady was really, that lady was really nice. Um, I can't, I can't wait for the. She said they had ramen on the plane. I love ramen. I heard they have a vegetarian option, which like live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hello, flight four twenty. Uh, this is the pilot speaking, and I just wanted to let you know we are about to experience some severe turbulence. Um, so, you know, put on your favorite podcast and, uh, get ready for a little shaking. My ramen. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, sh- mother- Oh, my God. Mm. You are kidding about the turbulence. This shit is checking my noodle. I don't think this is okay, Miami. I think- the plane's going down. Look at the flight attendant over here. I'm having hot sweats. Bank angle. Bank angle. Bank angle. Like she's having hot sweats too. Is that lady giving birth? Oh my god. We're going down, yo. Where, where are we? Miami, where are you? Annalie? Hello. Annalie. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you believe? Can you believe? Girl, what the fuck happened? We literally just went through a plane crash. The plane literally crashed. And from what I saw, there's zero survivors except me and you. And my noodles. I still have my noodle. Oh, thank God. We have enough rations to last us maybe another 30 minutes. Because I'm going to eat all these motherfuckers. But damn, that was crazy. I know. Um, I think everyone's well, dead. Are we the only... Every- <laughs> Maybe we should look for, like, something to contact someone with. Yeah, we definitely need to get off of this island. Or- Is it an island? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> looked around. We haven't left the plane. We're still in the plane. We're still in the plane. But a good assumption, normally when planes crash in movies, they land on an island. So it could be an island. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. That's science. Look, I don't know. I just know that we need to search this plane and we have to figure out, we, we've got to contact somebody. <gasps> Look over there. There's a severed arm of that flight attendant from earlier. She has oh. a phone in her hand. Oh my, oh my God. Is that, what is that? Is that a tattoo of, of, of Tiffany Minx? 
I think that might be Tiffany. I didn't know oh. she was the flight attendant. Oh my god, Tiffany, she's been working out. Look at that arm. Um, okay, let's let's go get this phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What do you think the password is? Sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Mm, no, it's. Wait, what does Tiffany always say? Shug. Oh, that's. Yeah, let's try. It's a it's a four letter word. It has to be Shug. Try Shug. Yeah, it's got to be Shug. Let's let's put Shug. Oh, it worked. Look oh, at that. My, oh God. Girl, there's okay. no service. Yeah, it looks like. Okay, so we can't call anyone. But oh my God, look look here. It looks like there's a recording of something. Let's listen to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Recording is in progress. Period. Um, Miami, Miami do, should we wait for the soundboard or can we can we start? Uh, if if you want to wait, it'll be like thirty seconds. If not, you can just. It's okay, whatever you well, want. humans been waiting for years now, and uh, <gasps> seven minutes. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, do are you? Do you live in Little Rock, Conway? You're in, in that area, right? right. Oh, oh, oh. I live in uh, Conway. Oh, okay. Work. Yeah, but I'm like predominantly in Little Rock, I guess. Yeah, Little Rock. Um. Yeah, Sway is open now. I really wish that I would have stuck around because I love Sway. Um, Sway was iconic when I went. I wasn't expecting it to pop off severely because so many of my friends like pre-COVID were like, Sway is awful. It's so boring and there's nothing to do. And I went and I was like, I'm having a party. It's a drag bar. <laughs> what do you mean there's nothing to do? Literally. I was having a blast. Then again, I was performing, so... <laughs> am not gay. I am not gay. Soundboard works. Period. <laughs> All right. Well, since the soundboard is on, let's go ahead and get this moment going. Um, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back from that break. Uh, now, today we have an incredible performer, an amazing guest. Um, there's really no other way to introduce them other than to say, welcome to the stage, your favorite little thing you've got, human-sized doll. Oh my God, hey besties. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing lovely. Um, I'm sitting next to a window with my dog, which is very fierce, um, with the soundboard is here. Yeah. Oh my god, come on, soundboard. <laughs> well, aren't we all? Um, <laughs> uh, let's just like get it pop, lock, and drop in. Human, tell us a little bit about Human Size Doll. Who are you? What are you about? How did you find this world of drag? And uh, what keeps you? what keeps you doing it? I am Arkansas's scariest demonic clown doll thing creature. Um, let's see. Human is like a creation of like my biggest inner like demon. It's always like, hey, not today. Maybe you should just not do that. Maybe you should like hide away forever. The, the voice in my head that's like mean to me. 
So that's where human came from, created it from like my childhood being so chaotic. In fact, I feel like human is more of like a representation of my dead mother. Um, it's kind of how I see her in my head and what kind of helped um, create this inner demon in my head. So I decided whenever I started to do drag, I just didn't want to do something normal and typical like most people do. I wanted oh, to do us. something that was drag like, <gasps> no, not at all. Not that like, <laughs> not that being normal, whatever, no, not that being normal is like a bad thing. Cause there are a lot of normal people who are like, slay down house boots, mama cut vagina. But I was like, you know, I want to do something a little different. I want to be a little scary. I want to be like, you know, a contortionist. Like, what can I do? What can I pull out of my ass? And there came human. Slay, <laughs> cut, vagina, indeed. Um, I want to know, um, how did you get started with drag? Like, what was your first experience in drag like? Where did you perform? What was the vibe? So the first time I ever performed in drag was at the open night of a competition in Little Rock, uh, Drag It Out, my first time ever. Um, I was nervous down house boots. In fact, I was supposed to perform with like my first blooded sister, but she got COVID literally like two days before. I was like, I can't do it anymore. So I was like contemplating as to whether I should still do it or just drop out. So I went and did it. Um, the first look I ever did in that competition was god awful. I uh, decided because the the theme was um, like gold or something like that. So I decided I was going to do a gold glitter look and cover uh, my entire face and neck in gold glitter, which was so amazing and then i performed fucking photo id by remy wolf for my first song ever no one had a clue what i was doing um in fact in like one of the dance breaks i like vogued for like two seconds and was like ah i killed it i won <laughs> yes yes gaga you look so good literally what everyone was doing to me the entire time they were like you're so amazing so as my face is literally peeling off in fact halfway through my performance i used elmer's glue as a as a base to put the glitter on um not thinking that the elmer's glue would like come off of my face throughout the night like it wasn't going to stick forever yeah it came off pretty fast so mid-performance i'm like trying to rip the whole thing off of my face and neck and it did not come off and the judges were like we're confused as to what you're trying to do and i was like i was trying to get it off my skin don't judge me <laughs> yeah that's very fierce that you started off in a competition um we there's so many people that i can think of right now like lamixi is someone who uh who is, uh, performs in memphis and they did war of the roses and it was like a premiere for them which is really fucking amazing yes shout out to lamixi um that's really fierce. So had you like practiced makeup or anything or like this was really the first night or had you been like preparing for a drag moment and this was just the moment for you? Did I freeze? Am I frozen? <laughs> I do believe we've lost, we've lost human. Also, I've never used that sound effect. I don't think ever. <laughs> I've got to use. Um, human has disconnected from the chat human 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 work um welcome back yeah human is back um 
They got lost in the ether of etherness. <laughs> we had a human-sized technical difficulty, but we're back. I literally, hey y'all. <laughs> Um, what did I ask? I don't remember, um, which is fine. Miami, do you have a question or anything that you want to know? Actually, no, I have one. I have one. I have one. Uh, I am really curious. How did you land on the name human size doll? It's very fierce. It's a sexy little moment. Um, and I really want to know how you got here. Um, my brand, even like just in my normal typical life, I've always been the type of person to literally just name something straightforward as is. So like as a child, if I had a toy and it was like a red action figure, it would literally be named like Red Man or something like that. So one day I was literally looking at myself, like contemplating like, oh my God, what should I do? What should I be? Who should I be? What should I name myself? And I was like, well, I'm human. And everyone says that I'm like a doll because I'm so like tiny and porcelain. So I was like, what if I was just like human sized doll? And then just kind of stuck. <laughs> I love that. You know, the best names come from moments like that where it just makes sense and it just pops off and it works. Um, well, human, you are no stranger to competitions, obviously. Uh, you were in War of the Roses and then you had to bow down so that you could take some time to, uh, you know, recover your porcelain skin and come back fierce. Uh, how was your little hiatus moment going and uh, what's going on there? So far, so good. Every day has progressively been better. Um, I kind of just got to a point where I had put so much pressure on myself and had so many like issues going on behind the scenes um, that I just kept like doing more stuff and collecting more bookings and doing more competitions and just absolutely overloading and overworking myself so I didn't have to deal with any of like my personal life issues. And eventually they cut back up to me and said, hey bestie, it's time for you to deal with us now. So I um, decided after like the first night of War of Roses that I, I wasn't ready for um, a high state competition and I wasn't really ready to like keep going with drag for a second. So I was like, let's take a month off and see how how much that helps and we'll go from there so so far so good yeah I think a lot of the times people forget how hard it is to just do drag like just regular shows so I can't really imagine how hard it must have been to you know balance all the things you have going on with war and driving and you know I mean you're not anywhere near Memphis uh so I'm sure that added nothing but stress to your plate so I am glad that you are feeling better and I'm glad that you're getting your things together because human you are so fierce and all we all want to see is you popping off like you have been since you literally started drag I remember the first time I ever saw you what I'm pretty sure was your glitter look I wasn't there but I, I saw videos of it and it was wild you were so talented and so fun uh. to watch um, I want to know, how did you develop this sense of drag? Like, how did you dive into this spooky queen moment? Well, I'm a big fan of horror movies and horror shows. I don't know if you could have guessed that, but 
spoiler I am um some of my favorite like scary movies are the conjuring movies and like specifically the conjuring 2 with the mother who's like super abusive to her child or whatever so I pulled a lot of my inspiration like just on face value from her in the beginning and then as time went along I was kind of like wow with the power of makeup you can really do whatever you want and become whatever you want so I just kept changing things around and trying different like cartoony aesthetics or more realistic aesthetics and stuff like that eventually I just found my little staple <laughs> yeah well speaking of a spooky drag that's kind of our shit I lost my words that Yes. I got I got so scared I can't remember my words um but anyways uh, that's kind of our topic today is we're going to be talking about spooky drag and we're also going to be talking about humans non-binary influences which I think it's actually a really great moment to talk about that so um you are very um uh I can't think of the word I, I keep losing my words today but you're very staunch in making sure that people know that human size dot and I believe you out of drag um are non-binary and so tell us about that and how you've married human-sized doll and your non-binary identity. Yes, so both as human and just as my normal self, I am non-binary and go by the unpronounceable as well. Um, when I first like kind of started feeling icky towards pronouns, I was still in college and I was just like my normal self. I wasn't doing drag just yet. So I was kind of like, okay, well, I don't really like he, him and I'm not really like for the she, her either. So let's just try something neutral and see how it goes. And then it kind of stuck and I really liked it and it made me feel comfortable and like a normal person. And then I started doing drag. And of course, you know, people assume that a feminine human who is doing a character is automatically like a queen, a girl, a, a she, a her. And um, at first I was kind of like, okay, well, this makes sense. Like, yeah, this is fine. I'm not really too terribly upset about it. But then as I started to gain more traction in the drag scene and more people started to like, you know, talk to me and figure me out and stuff like that and I just I didn't really click with she her and queen and titles like that anymore so it was kind of like okay well let's make human non-binary as well and see if that makes me even more comfortable and it sure did <laughs> so I try to advocate as much as I can for that so that I'm comfortable where I go and just for like other people in general who are also non-binary and don't really know how to express it or tell people or make sure they're confident in who they are. So yeah, we try to talk about being as non-binary as much as we can. I, I am curious to know, how do you deal with, um, you know, the very gendered language that exists in the drag scene? Because I mean, I mean, even for myself, I say everything is a she. Like I will even call drag kings she's because everything is a she. This phone is a she, the computer is a she. So I imagine that <laughs> you get, I imagine you get she'd a lot just in drag spaces. Um, how do you, like how, what does a conversation like that look like backstage? Has that happened? Um, well, it really depends on like what type of mood I am in or who I'm around. So obviously the hosts of the show, if I feel comfortable when I first meet them, I will try to tell them like, hey, this is who I am. I go by they, them pronouns, like whatever, you know, just try your best to 
stand corrected in that terminology. But if I don't really feel like the most comfortable vibe with the host of a show or whatever, they're too frantic or they don't come talk to me, whatever, I'm just kind of like, well, all right, it's just going to be how it is for tonight. And with my other fellow performers, of course, I try to like talk to them about like, hey, this, what, what are your pronouns? Oh, this is mine. This is who I am. Um, let's try to you know, make sure the genders they're correct or whatever. So I do my best to inform people, but like random drunk people at a club who come up to me and like, oh girl, you're amazing. You're the best queen out there. You're just, she's so iconic. I'm just like, haha, thank you. <laughs> and I don't really, I don't really, you know, mess with it too much because I probably won't end up seeing those people again. And it's just kind of like, I'd rather spend that breath on another person that might show up on the scene again. <laughs> Give it up for the non-binary <laughs> identities. Uh, Miami is also non-binary, and I know that they probably have a lot to say. Um, yes. Miami, what is uh? What are your thoughts about non-binary human-sized doll? Am not gay. I am not gay. Period. Yeah, I think that that pretty much sums it up. Um, here, the, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of the times especially in queer spaces like I have to remind myself because I'm also for the listeners I'm also non-binary um I have to remind myself that these drunk people have never met me and I will never see them again so I don't have to like correct them and I'm you know I'm pretty comfortable with who I am as a person so I definitely feel you human I definitely you are seen uh because I feel the same exact way um but I also I I also try my best to when I do perform at other places which nowadays is seldom to none but when I do um I always try to let them know you know hey when you call me on the stage like I prefer they them she her is also she her is fine but if we're doing like a priority prioritize they them over she please um period and normally that's 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 how it goes for me so I feel you you are seen and uh, you're valid. Period. Thank you. Yeah. So you said um, that you wanted to kind of hit on this idea of, of non-binary influences. So how are you influenced and who are some people that maybe we should look to? Um, so actually, Miami was the first non-binary um drag performer that I ever met when I started doing drag or whatever. Ooh, my so coffee whenever... is kicking in. Oh, period. Damn. <laughs> so when I first started doing drag, I was kind of like, oh my God, Miami's non-binary. I'm non-binary outside of drag. I think that's so iconic. And so then I kind of like, remember I followed Miami on Instagram um, after like the September episode of Drag It Out. And I remember seeing a post on there that um, they had made talking about like, I'm non-binary, like this is what I go by. Don't use these terms with me. Do use these terms with me instead. And I was like, wow, they're empowering themselves and their drag character. And they're like, that's so iconic. I think I should lean into that. And so I was kind of like, okay, well, hey, I'm non-binary. <laughs> and then eventually I just kept going down the drag scene or whatever and eventually met Bella Duvall, who is, 
iconic. I love Bella so much. She made me feel at home at Atomic Rose in like 0.2 seconds and has like consistently gotten my pronouns correct, has been nothing but respectful, so kind-hearted, just like iconic and amazing. And I love her so much. Yeah, I love that that I influenced you. Um, <laughs> that's that's fucking crazy. Cause here's the thing. I every time I post on Instagram, I never in my mind am I like, bitch there is somebody out here reading this shit you know what I mean like it just never really I never think of that shit so I do appreciate you saying those things and Bella is also amazing shout out to Bella Jabal uh they are amazing we love Bella she's not a Christian oh Oh, period (laughs) yeah I think it's really crazy though like that's another thing too now that I've kind of gained um some sort of traction which I still don't it's it's crazy to me because going into drag I never expected to be like a somebody I was kind of like okay Trinity's the only place I'll ever be at this is the only bar that ever has drag shows this is the only thing I'll do I'm just gonna do it once a month for the rest of my life like I never expected people like to go out to a club and people be like oh my god I know who you are and I have no clue who they are so I will have people come up to me sometimes at like my they them show um or just like after I perform at a gig somewhere or something like that and they're like oh my god you're so amazing like and the fact that you're non-binary and I'm non-binary too is such an inspiration to me like I want to get out here and do this now too and it's so mind-blowing that just me simply being who I am both out of drag and in drag influences people and they like eat it up yeah they do be eaten um I would like to know human is there anything you would like to say to maybe any uh non-binary people out there that are wanting to dabble in the art form of drag do you have any advice on how they can kind of navigate this space and uh navigate this arena that is drag i mean it's so cutthroat everyone is you know at each other's throats all the time how do how do how are they supposed to deal with it as a non-binary person drag is art and art is severely subjective So you do not have to have a certain type of body shape. You do not have to have the biggest boobs. You don't have to have the smallest boobs. You don't have to have an ass. You can have the biggest ass if you want to. You can literally do anything you want. One day you can literally be a feminine character. The next day you can be a masculine one, whatever you want to do, because it's simply just your drag. Like you don't have to impersonate anything or anybody based off of literally anything like just do what you want. Drag is art. It's your art, not anybody else's. You're supposed to understand it. No, I don't think you understand. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, before we transition into the break, I do want to know what are some things that you have on the horizon? Do you have any like big plans for Human Size Doll? Uh, where could we catch you? Uh, yeah, that's my question. Um, my biggest goal is to land on a show named Dragula. If you don't know what Dragula is, it is a competition with like spooky alternative drag artists who are like AFABs or kings or queens or just artists in general, or, you know, there's even like masked competitors, which is so iconic. So that's eventually like my biggest goal I want out of Human Size Doll. I would also love, 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 love to be like the main villain of like a horror movie in the future. I feel like that would be so uh, just like, that would be it. 
I would be done with drag after that. Like I would start a movie and that's it for me. <laughs> but in recent, like in recent viewings, I will be um, competing in a new competition. Oh, should I talk about this now? Might as well. In August, I'll be competing or starting to compete in a competition named Next Top Entertainer in Fayetteville, which is like every third Friday of every month until I win it. Um, <laughs> and then just, I'm always in Conway or Little Rock, literally just check the scene like weekly and you'll probably find me a lot. <laughs> yeah, get into it. <laughs> Well, you heard it here first, folks. You can check Human out on all of their socials and uh, see more information about those events and moments. Now, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about these listener questions. I'm so excited to dive into these. It's going to be fierce. But uh, first, I have to go hit another deer with my car. Long story. I'll tell you later. Bye. Period. <laughs> oh, no. Here it comes. Ah! All right. Oh. 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 <laughs> Icon energy only. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back from the break, y'all. Um, human-sized doll, what did you do? Um, I literally started a cult. Um, if you would like to find out more about my cult, follow me on Instagram at Human Size Doll to, um, you know, submit an application saying you want to join. Also, sewed a lot, made some new mixes, um, ate a lot of food, um, cried a little, I drove a lot. Can I lie? Can I fucking lie? <laughs> Period. Come on, Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. wow. So long. Well, speaking of uh, lying, Annalie, would you like to uh, read the first line of this question? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I meant to say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So here's the first question. It says, other than drag, what is one of your favorite hobbies? Huh. For me, I like to do, um, I like to do like Photoshop and stuff. Yeah. I do a lot of uh, a lot of like. I'm a graphic designer. Do y'all know that? Meme? Do y'all know that meme where it's like graphic design is my passion and it's like the worst thing ever? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, also me. Oh my god! I think the only hobby I really have um, is either looking at myself in a mirror oh. or obsessively and convulsively playing Roblox. <laughs> not robots <laughs> robots yes wow um <laughs> i don't know i feel like it really depends on the season it depends on the day so like right now what i'm really into is i've been playing final fantasy 7 the remake um and i cannot stop playing it um that is something that I'm obsessed with. But there have been times in my lives where I really liked running. I really liked walking. It really just depends. Right now, it's video games. She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. Now, come on now. Yeah. Well, speaking of coming on, let's go ahead and come on this next question. Um, it reads, which do you prefer? An audience member hands you a stack of ones all at once 
or they hand you the dollars one by one. I can, I already have the answer to this. Here is my answer to this extremely important question because I see it happen all the time where an audience member will hand like a stack of ones one at a time. It depends on the number. If it is a number that I'm like, bitch, I'm over it. Like, please hand me them one by one because then I can just stand in one place and not have to do anything except take the dollars and serve. And it, it, the, the rest of the audience loves these moments because it's such a cunty moment yeah. and they live for it. If everyone in the audience is tipping and you're not the only one tipping, if the whole, I'm talking, if the bitch, if listen to me right now, if the whole room, if the whole room has a dollar and they are all holding it up and you are trying to give me your ones one at a time, you are, you are wasting precious time hand me the stack all at once so I can go around the rest of the room and continue to not do shit to everyone else that that is my truth and I'm sticking to it Harrietta yeah you know I'm, I'm actually going to agree with you here I really think that if, if if an audience member is going to try and take a moment away from the performer's performance don't like don't unless they ask you to to give you the ones for like a moment just like this is not for this isn't for you to create a dramatic moment this is the drag performers per, uh, moment to create so just don't do it i will say though that i've seen i mean drag performers to me are just so smart because i've seen people take one by one but they turn it into a moment for the song um but i i would say like in general just give it give it to me all at once i don't i don't want to like play this little game with you I think I'm actually going to like disagree with both of you and say yes. that I would rather have the stack given to me like all at once because my performances are very like theatrical and I'm constantly trying to tell a story. So if I kind of have to stand in one place and just one by one take a tip from somebody, I can't tell my story and therefore my number won't make sense. So I would rather just snatch your stack and then go tell my story and come back later for more if you have more. <laughs> yeah, I like to give the audience members a good eye fucking, so sometimes it works. You know what I mean? You know, they can't really see my eyes, so they'll turn away from me, actually, for the most part. They're like, Ooh. You ain't got to reinvent the wheel. The wheel is fine, girl. You do not have to reinvent the way to tip a queen. Um, okay. Sir, Anile, would you like to read the next question? Ew, that was like 10 different accents at once. <laughs> Take a deep breath. You're muted. That should be muted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm muted. Here I am. Okay, here's the question. Do y'all enjoy attending drag shows? Or is it no. weird? Like, are you, does it feel like you're visiting work? Really have to love you to willingly go to a drag show like I have to be like really engaged with you somehow some way and really just love you and support you with my whole soul because I um because I put so much pressure on myself as an entertainer I also put that same pressure onto other entertainers so if you like rise up to that standard I'll watch you any time of the day but if you don't You'll never see me again unless I like somebody else. 
Wow. <laughs> um, no, honestly, here's my here's my truth. Um, I do drag full time. So, and I also live an hour away from where the shows happen. And gas prices are no joke. I wish I could go and see drag shows more often. Um, but it's just not feasible for me right now. Um, would I go? Absolutely. Do I want to go right now? No. Uh, it, do I think it's weird? Like it's just visiting work. Um, no, it doesn't feel like visiting work when I'm not booked because it. Gen- I love drag. Like I love going and, and seeing drag queens perform. I love watching drag happen. Uh, it doesn't really feel like work. Drag has never felt like work to me, though, like when I'm performing either. So it doesn't really feel like a job to me. It feels like it's fun. So um, no, I don't feel like I'm at work. But I wouldn't say this. I'm not right now in my life with everything going on in my life. I am not like gagged to go to a drag show. You know what I mean? Um, I would yes. rather go to McDonald's and then, and then go to bed. But that's just because, honestly, because I'm there all the time, you know? I would also like to follow up and say that it's also very difficult for me to get into a drag show because I'm not 21. (laughs) So (laughs) the amount of drag shows I can go to is literally like in Arkansas is limited to C4 and Trinity unless there happens to be a drag brunch or some random show that's 18 plus. Not human have to go to the all ages events. I uh, literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, that is for so me, weird. for me, I love drag. I like performing. I like watching. <clears throat> so I enjoy I enjoy attending a drag show. I will say though, attending a drag show for some people can be really really expensive so like if there's a cover great if you're drinking and tipping great and if maybe if you're getting food if the place has food more money and then I'm giving the performers money maybe I paid for parking like it can get really pricey oh and then I also well now I'm a lot closer to, to some to some drag scenes but back when I was in Arkansas I would have to drive at at most an hour to go to a drag show. So then great, now I have to pay for for gas there. So it could be pretty pricey attending drag shows a lot. Um, Does it feel like you're visiting work? I would say no. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I've, I've also come to find that so many drag performers are either like homebodies or a lot more introverted than you would expect. And so I, I just know that there are a lot of people who would- You think Jalea's an introvert? <laughs> <laughs> I do not think Jalea, well, you know what? When I think of Jalea backstage, like, I mean, she would talk and stuff, but she was very like in her moment getting Jalea ready. Jalea has no shame. Jalea literally sent a picture of a fake pussy to a group chat during a fight. Okay, well, I'm look. There are exceptions to the rule. I'm just saying that it's something that it's something that I've come to find is that there are a lot of. Ah, uh, uh, oh yes, my pussy is on fire. Ah. I'm producing. <laughs> okay, speaking of producing, this next question does tend to produce an odor. It reads, "What is your favorite smell?" I know, Annalise. What? What? What do you think it is? 
Being a queen has more to do with having balls <laughs> to do what you weak fucks won't do. Tell him, son. It's a deep joke. Think about it. Yeah. Um, for it. me, my favorite smell, I have this. Uh, well, it's not even mine. It's, I don't know whose it is. I think it might be Bella's, but it's in the dressing room and it is a Pink Friday Nicki Minaj perfume bottle. Uh-huh. And I wear it. I, I, here's the thing I wear that and I mix it. This is, oh my God, this is so hetero of me. I mix <sighs> the smell with a uh, American Eagle body spray. <laughs> oh my god! That is the that is the sense of Miami when I when I am on stage performing. I smell like Pink Friday mixed with American Eagle. You said I got to bring the fem and the mask. Right, the they them of it all. The they them. The they them of it all, literally. I think my favorite scent ever is like also a fragrance. It's my um, one million perfume that I spend so much money on. It's always, it, it just, it's all over all of my drag clothes because I use it in drag. And I constantly put it on every time I go to any venue on the same two outfits that I wear. So now all of my drag stuff and my entire car, because it's where I house my drag stuff, is just reeks of cigarettes and one million not that i smoke other people smoke around me mm-hmm. smells like the clubs mixed with one million. smoking honestly why your house look like it's on fire <gasps> in this video is it not smoky af in this room oh Behind man you? do you see that burn baby burn oh maybe i'm just tripping <laughs> your your paint looks uh it's like a charcoal I'll describe it to the viewers. There's like a charcoal-y, smoky effect going on behind you. Um, and it could also be that I have um, indulged in alcoholic beverages. Bitch, your house looks like it's on fire. Anyway, what's your favorite oh scent? Do you like smoke too? Oh my God. No, I have I have two that I'm thinking of. So one of my favorite smells is the smell of like, freshly roasted coffee or like grinded up coffee beans. I really love that smell. And then I also really love the smell of cooking garlic. I think yes, it's just so good. I want more. In fact, I want a candle that is a garlic scented candle. Oh Girl, my God. You would never have a problem with vampires. Oh, period. Right. Oh wow. my God. Well, well, you heard it here first, folks. If you want to buy Annalie a present, get her a garlic-scented candle. Literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that uh, that's all the questions we have for today. Human, I want to thank you so much for coming on our shabby little drag show. Thank you so much for being here. Um, do you have anything you want to plug or say before you gar? Um, thank you both so much for having me. This is an iconic experience of whatever. Um, all of my social medias are at human size doll. You can find me on like almost any social media platform. And if you ever see me perform in person, make sure I get all your tip money. Thank you. Yes, Curious. The, the virtual kind too. Oh yes. Empty your bank account. <laughs> yeah. What's your PayPal info? <gasps> I oh, have Annalise got it. <laughs> yeah. 
we will um, we will put those uh those little things in the description of the episode so you can follow human and give them all of your money i also want to thank yeah. you so much for doing this also thanks for the dealing with our um unprofessional moments and you got kicked out and you're here so thank you oh you're welcome no problem at all you know electronics are just so much fun sometimes they love you and sometimes they really just hate you like it's not the vibe stop (laughs) yeah well um Annalie is there anything you want to say before we go Uh, you okay we're done (laughs) oh yeah uh okay bye